everyone. Welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Lidges Austin. I'm here to give myself a general reading for tonight. This is a general reading, but it may or may not resonate with you. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be pulling cards. I figured that I would do a series where I just talk about my um, my journey, my spiritual journey, and I pull cards and stuff like that. And hopefully, my story can uh, help anyone out in any way, shape, or form. If you're interested to see uh, what this reading entails, then definitely stay tuned. All right, so let's get started so first of all i have some an interesting story to tell you guys so yesterday i was my a family member of mine's left me a little nice little treat and uh, i was able to experiment uh and get some get some get some information, gather some intel in regards to just like things about myself that I didn't realize existed. Um, maybe, well, I did and I've heard and I've read about it, but just to get it firsthand, right? Like boots on the ground, right? Um, in, in, in the story at, at the scene of the crime, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like that kind of thing. Um, so it started yesterday, last night. I was with my partner and I was like, you know what, I, I'm, I, I feel like I want to do it, uh, an experiment today. And the intent was to, uh, just, just observe. And so, um, it took a while for things to, uh, activate if you will. And, um, I realized right off the bat, th like the voice in my head, right now, it was really like bizarre because me just being a spectator or, or an observer observing like how my mind works right but it's not even just about my mind right in this portion we're going to talk about my mind but it was about other things as well let me get comfortable here so um okay so it starts i started i, I was like okay well i'm gonna go take a shower and as I was taking a shower, I heard this voice in my head and the voice in my head was not necessarily that nice. <laughs> so I was like, are you my ego? <laughs> like what, like, is that you ego? Like I didn't, wow. Like, okay, this is really interesting. But what I, what I, re I started to realize right away was that my ego was very uncomfortable with this experiment. And so it made it, it, it was speaking to me as if like, uh, as if like, like say like of like a group of friends, right? Like, it's like you, y'all, y'all going out somewhere just like, I really don't think we should be going here or, you know, like, I don't really like these people or whatever. Right. So it's like, well, we're going right. And so there's this need for the friend to try everything and say anything that they can in order to persuade someone, right. Uh, not to not to go to that place or whatever but it was like i was already here there is no stopping it like it, like i just only time will tell right <laughs> and so like it was just it started it was like not necessarily panicking like oh my goodness abort mission abort mission no it was just more so like oh my goodness like i can't believe we're doing this or like it's like <clears throat> i don't remember if it was like we're or you're but it was like it was really very much like in a separate voice i was like like i can't believe you're doing this or i can't believe i'm do we're doing this or something like that 
It's like, oh, like, I, I don't want to ever do this again and stuff like that, right? It was just like, yeah, I was like, I don't want to ever do this again. I can't believe I'm doing this, like, that, that kind of thing. It was just like, oh, like, this is it. Like, th this is the end of the world, right? Like, I'm, this is going to be my last night, right, on this planet. Or it was like really that kind of thing. It was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, but it was just like, it was kind of, it was like, if I allowed it to kind of consume me, but because it was such a detached kind of feeling, I just was listening as if I was to, I was listening to someone else having a conversation, like just speaking to themselves. Right. Um, and so I was like, okay, this is really interesting. But then I started to like, want to be more like observant in regards to like where I was and how my body was feeling and stuff. And I realized that time really just slowed down time would slow down and then when I became aware that time was like perceived to have slowed down and I was maybe in this in in a position for a really long time when my when I became aware like time just snapped back into the present but then it was like an echo of some sort right and then like the back of my head like the medulla oblongata was like there was so much pressure on it and it was just like really interesting and I was sitting there and I and there were some things that I thought I was thinking about that I was panicking about like oh my goodness like I need to like do this I need to do that and stuff like that and it's just like whoa like all right just relax right I was worried about I was going to say something that I wasn't supposed to say like or am I going to do something silly like I did feel like how I did understand I can understand how my thoughts could kind of like come in and then my action could follow suit right but it was like very much like feeling that feeling right where it's just like okay like my thought maybe tells me to like you know um open the door turn the lock right turn turn the knob or something like that and then my my body will um, mechanically do it or something like that right so it felt like that and it was just like if it was like if I allowed my body to my body would just do it right and then so but I was like being very much in the present moment that I was just like, no, 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 this is fine. I'm just going to stay. I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to relax myself. And so after I finished taking a shower and stuff like that, I got in the bed and then I was like talking to my partner who was like very much supportive, super sweet during the whole process. And I was the whole thing was I was going to meditate. But then I was just like, I don't feel like meditating. I'm just going to lay in the bed. I'm just going to continue to observe. But I just couldn't stop talking. This is how I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. I need to I'm, I'm a talker, right? I'm loquacious as heck. And I realized that this is this is this is my talent. <laughs> So I'm talking and I'm discussing every observation that I'm making. So I talked about the concept of time for me and how it was just like, a, like it was like, it just was like bending. It was like, it was like there, but then it wasn't. And then like, it was just, it was a really weird experience, right? Mind you, like, I'm pretty sure I was physically fine. It was just all in my head and how I was perceiving things, right? And then I started realizing that I was like as I the more I was talking I started to get this judgment right where it's just like oh like he thinks what you're saying is stupid he thinks that you're that you're pretending he thinks and I'm just like wait what? like then it started to make me feel insecure and I was just like well maybe I shouldn't say anything but then there was like no like continue to have that conversation you're fine and so you know I would ask him like am I like do you think I'm being weird like do you like are you like are you like I feel like you're judging me like I would just say he was just like no like I 
you're fine and stuff like that. Like, it was like, like I just, I feel like I'm being weird or I feel like you're judging me or you're, you're thinking a, a particular way. He was like, no, if anything, I just think, you know, you're funny and you're cool and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, you're so sweet. You know? And then also too, like just observing his words, right? His words had a taste to it, like, or a feel to it. It felt really sweet. But one of the cool takeaways from this experience was just, you know, like when you're with someone, I've been with my partner for like over 10 years. Okay. He was my first boyfriend and we never really had time to like, you know, although through the separation, yes, we had a separation and I did entertain other people and talk to other people, but it's, we were to, we've been together. I've never like got the chance to experience other relationships outside of my relationship. And so there, there has been times growing up as we grew older or just in general, right. As the days go by, um, there have been times where I was like, well, is he the one, right? Like, did I, did I move too fast or like, is, uh, am I the one for him? Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? And last night really just kind of sealed the deal for me when it comes down to like how he truly feels about me. Now, may, like, like I said, this is my own perception. This is how I perceive things. But when I felt his energy and I really like, I, I felt like his energy, his words carried a particular energy of love and genuineness. And it was just so sweet and it was just so beautiful. And I saw him in a different light. It was a really amazing experience to be able to see him that way because it really killed a lot of doubt that I had before where I was just like, you know, I don't know if we're right for each other or I don't know if you tell me that you love me, if you mean it. Right. Uh, especially after the separation, um, it was, it wasn't like, it was like we were back together and yes, it was like great for us to like make that decision, but the, it, it kind of kills any kind of, you know, any future doubts or just any doubts in general when it comes down to how he feels about me because he really was just such a sweet person. And, you know, I, I, I honestly felt in my heart that just like I was able to see him in a gentler, right. Uh, sweeter, loving, genuine, um, energy or light or whatever you want to call it. And it just made me feel like, okay, like this guy, yeah, we, we can manage. <laughs> he loves me, <laughs> you know, we can make it work. <laughs> and so it was just really nice. Will I ever experiment like that again? Probably not. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I just, it was, I mean, I would like to, to, to gather more intel. If, like it would just be for, uh, experimental purposes or research purposes only, but just being able to kind of like see that, like, um, it was really great because I really thought that I was going to be able to like get something out of it. I thought I was going to like start meditating. I was going to start seeing some things and I was going to like, all right, well, yep. Well, let me note this. So I could talk about it in the podcast, but it was more so like, a, it was more like a, uh, I did, I was able to pick up on like just 
energies in regards to like, you know, just, you can call it auras, right? You can call it, yeah, I guess you could say auras. So I was able to pick up on my partner's aura and, you know, we, our bond, I was able to feel that as well. And there was, there was, it was a really strong, thick bond between us, which is a really um, amazing experience as well and pretty interesting because it made me realize too, like, okay, well, there's a no doubt that we're not supposed to be together. We're, we're definitely supposed to be together, right? And, and, I, can, and I felt that. And um, I was able to pick up on how energy carries words. And also able to understand like how time is like it's a like it's a perception, right? It's like it, it like especially when you're experimenting like it, time, like what is that even? You know what I'm saying? It, like it feels different, or it, like my mind perceives it differently. Um, and then also too, what else was there? Um, I, I feel like I was supposed to say something else. So we talked about time. We talked about. The, the sensation in the back of my head. We talked about the words having energy, which was really interesting. So I, I really, I, I, I think that like when people say like, you know, words hurt, like it has the potential too because words do carry energy. And I'm pretty sure I've heard that before, but just being able to experience it firsthand is completely different. You can read books and all that stuff like that. And you can say like, okay, like this sounds convincing enough, but to actually be the one experiencing it firsthand, there's no doubt, right? Like now there's no doubt. And so it makes me really like want to be more mindful when when it comes down to the words that I use when I'm interacting and communicating with other people, right? Um, because they do carry energy with them and it does, it really does like have an effect on a person. Um, what else was there? Hmm. I feel like there was like other things I was kind of talking about. Um, but I guess, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter anymore, but yeah. Um, so let's see, let's get into the tarot here. Oh, oh, wait, my work, yeah, the the way that I was communicating with myself, I realized that there's a part of myself that really just don't, Mom, there's a part of myself that really thinks that they're in charge. <laughs> the way that they be, the way that it talks to me, let me tell you, I was like, hey, hang on a second, like, why are you talking to me like that? Like, you're so, you're so, you're so mean. <laughs> like oh my goodness like relax like you you make me paranoid like you make me not really feel confident in myself but that is something that I struggle with all the time and to see that it's a separate voice from you know myself goes to show me that you know this is not really truly how I this is not how I truly view myself you know so um, what else is there? Was there anything else? It was another, uh, really interesting, um, uh, realization that I had, but am I ready to have that conversation? Uh, not necessarily really, but I did have that moment. I did sit down, have that moment and speak to myself and it really, uh, opened my eyes in regards to how I view myself and how I see my body. Um, and that was another profound uh, uh, healing 
eye-opening kind of experience or at least it's like the first step to healing so let's see what's going on here I, I would like to get some cards pulled in regards to this experience so let's see so we have here Leo okay Mars um, what is this? This is considered the last quarter. And then this one here is considered, which this one is w the first half of winter. So rest. Okay. So when we talk about Leo, Leo's connected to fifth house, right? But Leo talks about pride, courage, uh, honesty, uh, creativity, uh, but to me, I usually associate Leo because it's with the strength card. I associate it with ego, right? And this is this is so interesting, right? I'm, I was literally talking about how 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 rude my ego is, <laughs> and uh, here he, here for some reason I want to say here he is, <laughs> but he, here's the here's my ego here. We got Mars here. Okay, so Mars is, is connected to Aries. Okay, um, very self-centered card here, Mar. I mean, that Aries there. But Mars, uh, it talks about the divine masculine. Oh, that is so interesting because I was like, here he is. Okay, so there's that divine masculine. It's about productive. It's aggression, bravery, force, and energy. Wow. Okay, this is really interesting. What do you have to say, ego? <laughs> or what do we have to say to our ego? So uh, for this last quarter, um, it says letting go, release any blockages and adjust. Okay, and then with this winter, it's talking about rest. So yeah, I feel like, I feel like, you know, it's so interesting. The energy, the feeling that I'm getting, I should say, is like when a person kind of like gets called, it's kind of like with, uh, which I'm gonna call it? The whiz, right? The whiz, where with the whiz find like when Dorothy finds out the who the whiz was, and the it the like their identity is like identified, right? And it's just like wait, 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 hang on a second. It's like what you're you're another like you're just another another person here. Like what did Dorothy? She says something. She's like you're fake, you're phony, or something like that. Yes, that's so crazy. Yes, that's how I feel like this thing is. Like, you're just a, a person behind behind a freaking mask, behind my mask. Like, it's like, we all, we in this same boat together. Wait, what you mean? We trapped in Oz together. You thought she was going to have me running all up and through here, freaking sending me on all these missions and all that stuff like that. And you trapped in here just like me, boo-boo. You trapped in here just like me. <laughs> We have here two of pentacles. That's interesting. So when you talk about the two of pentacles here, it's, it's, it's this energy here where it's like two, like two sides of the same, of the same coin kind of thing, right? Where it's like, um, a, like, um, I don't want to necessarily say opposing sides, right? But it, what's really honest and true is oneness, right? But then there's this perceived, uh, this perceived idea of, of, of once, of, 
one side and another side or two two halves of the whole kind of thing um let's see what's going on here i don't know if i want to shuffle again or or not but let's just see where this goes the message will get will come through the way it needs to come through so with this two of Two of coins here, knight of pentacles here, four of swords. It's this energy here of really trying to um, get to a place, right? This, this, this quest, if you will, of that ability to have that stillness. I feel like a lot, for me, what kind of got in the way of me being able to have that breakthrough right or just any breakthroughs in general is the just obsessive like loud chatter that just happens and just takes over right the guy uh uh what is his name uh kaval harari or yaval harari or something like that where he was talking about just sitting and just being bored right how we can't we can't do that right because there's this need to kind of fill in that void right fill in that boredom with something to do right and when we talk about the aries energy or mars energy right that energy of being productive i need to do something right and although um i have i have times where i can just sit and be bored and it's it's come it's it's happened there's this there's this shame that that comes over me where it's just like no i can't just sit down and not do anything i have to do something right and so it's i feel like that is the issue here and there's this need to kind of lay that uh, that 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 excuse to rest where it's like this need to just do something right this need to be productive because that means that my day was done right where it's just like not necessarily not necessarily right like i feel like in the, i think in the biblical days there were women especially when they were on their menstrual period where they just sat right they just sat in the tent or at least that's what it showed in the movies that my mom used to force me to watch they sat they just sat and just they just was there you know what i'm saying so it's like it, it's people were it's people were doing it but now is is this is this need to just do stuff every minute every second of the day be productive do stuff you see it on on online right which is like clean like watch me clean my house like watch me do this watch me do that right and so it's just like am i doing enough right this is like this how what i feel sometimes what i battle with a lot of times is like am i doing enough and I always have to like look at other people and the fact that I feel like I'm not doing enough, I start to feel like I'm not good enough, like because I didn't do what what I saw other people do right in the name of productivity, right? The challenge, Knight of Wands, yes, like this, like this needs to like constantly do get things done. And it's just like, no, like I feel like w w what's important, right? for me is this energy of slowing down this time, slowing down this time around and really understanding the relationship that I have between myself and my ego. 
and 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 call a truce if you have to right just call a truce because the way my ego was talking to me you would have thought i was like some like you know <laughs> like it was like running a cult or something like that like sit down shut up like like you know they're all gonna laugh at you or whatever it's just like relax ego it's okay and i feel like that's where a lot of the that stuff comes from where it's like i don't want to like interact with other people i don't want to have conversations with other people because i i before people can even get have that opportunity to judge me i already judge myself i already say look this person is going to say this about me so you know and remember the other day when i was still reading this before um I think this weekend that just passed, I, I was expressing how I just, I was so bummed out about the conversation that I had with my cousin. And it was so interesting. Like, my cousin called me back, and it was just like, I just want to talk to you. And I'm just like, wait, what? You want to talk to me? Like, I just, I thought, like, you, I thought she was laughing at me on the, like, after you hung up the phone. I thought she was thinking that I was, like, just the silliest person ever. And it's so crazy. It's so crazy, like I, 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 that I feel this way. Where did it come from? Where, where did all this come from? Let's see here. Overcoming it here with the Four of Cups, and so once again, it's this energy here with this Four of Cups, just really just staying in that energy of dis feeling discontent when it comes down to just like how I, how I perceive things instead of just looking at it from a positive perspective right like it's like no like I want to I'm, I'm addicted to the 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 reaction that my body gives off or that you know my my thoughts uh that follow suit I'm addicted to the negative connections or the negative stories that I tell myself about connections in my life and just with myself. I'm addicted to the negative connection I have with my food. Like I, I acknowledge, I'm aware that the food makes me feel this way. Like I was like, I was in, before my family got on board, I was doing the, the vegan Dr. Sebi diet, all that stuff like that. And then we switched to the whole vegetarian, pescatarian. But I was the first to do that. I, I, I watched the documentaries. I saw what I needed to see, right? And so understanding what it is that I understood and, and, and having my, ch my family champion and support me on that and recognizing like fast food restaurants and all that stuff like that, like that's a no-no, right? But this, 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 relationship that I have with it although it makes me sad it makes me angry when I go out there and I buy and I buy you know I go to King Burger you know and I, I go to these places and then I get what I and then I eat the food and then, and then I don't like myself but I'm addicted to that feeling because I identify I find identity in that this is who I am from that. And it's like, how can my ego, how can my ego speak any other kind of language when I have literally become a caricature from these negative connections that I have with people, places, and things? 
and 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 I just this is how I've been living my life and it's so weird to say this out loud but it's so true it's so true and I I've never growing up I've never was able to we couldn't one we couldn't afford um fast food rest uh fast food foods we only had it when we went to church and you know we went to church but it wasn't all the time and so and then like we didn't have a car so it's not like we could have like drove to like you know mickey d's and all that stuff like that and so it wasn't until it wasn't until i got older and i had my own job that I actually started, no, 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 maybe even a little bit before, but like, once again, we, I sometimes I didn't have the money, but, um, as far as like my eating habits, like it didn't start to get bad until like, um, until I got pregnant. When I got pregnant, I was eating outside food like every day, like every single day. It was, it was, it was that bad. And I found it it was something to look forward to because what would happen is because I wasn't allowed to like cook or anything at my partner's um, uh, parents' place because that's where we stayed for some time before we um, moved. um, I wasn't allowed to eat or cook any food or anything like that there um, for the most part. Uh... And so I would have to wait, wait the rest of the day to, to until my uh, partner came home, like around 11 at night. And um, then we would go eat food. And so it became a kind of ritual that that sparked excitement, right? Which is like, yes, like, oh, like I'm so excited we get to eat. And at the time I was pregnant, right? So... I was just really excited. And then when we would buy food, we would get two meals each. Like, where they do that at? And I developed a, a relationship with outside food from that, right? So it was like trauma. The trauma I was doing to myself and my body by starving it, right? And then the bonding I was creating where it's just like, I can starve. I don't have to starve no more, right? And so I've I've convinced myself that this was a a good kind of relationship and we were able to hang out I was hanging out with my partner he was finally home I wasn't locked in the room by myself afraid to come out I wasn't I I was free we were outside we can chit chat we can talk we can have a great time right so I I I established a very weird and just not okay relationship with food, fast food in particular. And so it became, it became like where you see like, you know, when, when people are in relationships and then it's like a toxic relationship and then it's like, well, why don't you leave this person? And then they try to leave, but then it's like, they go back. That's how I realized that that's the relationship that I have with my food. Four of cups. Because although it's not a good relationship. It's escapism. It was literally me being able to escape his parents' place, escape that room that I had. I was like, I, I was, I was 
lights in all day long because I was scared to come out because, you know, like the relationship that I had with his mom was an unhealthy, like it was a, it, I, I wasn't afraid of that, but I was really, I just, I just, I couldn't, I, I just, it was just not a great relationship. It wasn't fear, I fe feared for my life, but it was more so like I just didn't want to get her upset. I didn't want her to, like if I, I felt like if she saw me, she was going to feel some type of way. I just didn't want to step on any toes. I just felt like if I was out of sight, I was out of her mind. Right? And so it was literally like I'm breaking free every night. I get to escape the prison. And we can go out and have McDonald's. And I would get all my, my favorite meals. And it was just a great, it was a great, like, you know, it was a great experience, right? And so even though now I'm not necessarily trapped in a room, but there are times where I feel like I am trapped because I feel like there are times where I'm trapped in, in like just not doing enough. I feel like I'm trapped like in my house. I feel like I'm trapped like in my life and where I'm at in my life. I feel like I'm trapped about my weight. I just feel trapped all around. And so me going out, getting outside food, it's like escapism all over again. And so just reckon, seeing this right here, it's just so profound. It's just like, whoa, whoa. All right, well here we have, we have, we have the first step. How, not just me being addicted to outside food, but how, how, how that addiction gets to live rent-free in my life, <laughs> in my head, really. Yeah, rent-free in my head, right? Why does it get to exist? Because of this, right? And so now I have to find healthier ways to deal with that, to heal from that, right? And so that perception, that feeling of trappedness, right, is, is all an illusion because I'm not necessarily trapped. When I think about the ways that I feel trapped, I can also think about the ways where I'm not, I'm not, I'm literally not trapped. And just, that's just being able to see both sides of the, of the situation here. I understand why, why I feel trapped. But I also understand that I'm not trapped. And that's that two of pentacles here, right? And so I feel like there's a part of me who, who, first of all, compares myself way too much to other people and, and says, hey, look at what they're doing. Look at that. Like, shouldn't we be doing that? But where does that come from? I grew up in a house of like 11 people. And we were all, you know, the girls that, you know, my cousins and my aunts, we were all close in age. And so my granny had us dressed, well, me and my aunts, we dressed up the same. Sometimes my oldest cousin would join, but usually it was me and my aunts because my granny was the one buying clothes for us, whereas my aunt was buying clothes for her kids. And so we were the ones who 
dressed like triplets. <laughs> we had to wear the same twisties with the with the with the with the uh the uh what do you call it? The rubber bands at the top and at the ends. We had the we all had the same crunchy bangs, <laughs> the crunchy bangs. Like and we all had the same clothes, you know. And um whatever we whatever we had like whatever like we all had to have the same things right and so there was no room for individuality right and so the only time I was able to like step outside of that was when my mom actually because she was overseas she was in the military when she came back and then she was able to get me and then I had a, a, a taste of my own individual individual self it was just like whoa like okay you know like there I like I like what I like you know like but then what happened was also too when it was time for me to be able to experience who I was and what it is that I liked I was pretty much I guess you could say typecastic growing up so it's like oh you're from the city so you know City people act like this. Like, city people talk like this. Like, can you say talk again? Can you say walk again? It's like, okay. So it was already, like, I was already being placed out there. Like, okay, this is, all right, so you from the city. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what you do. And so it was it was like that. And then, you know, when I was at home, I was, like, watching Disney. And so I was just like, this is who I want to be. Instead of spending that time to just figure out what it is that I liked, who, it, who who I was, I was trying to find myself by what I saw, I, you know, by Lizzie McGuire, Ray, Raven Simone. I identified who I was by those characters. And my mom used to tell me all, all the time, this ain't Disney. <laughs> this ain't Disney. And so... You know, it was, it was, it was interesting in that way. And now I can also talk about the, you know, how, how it was growing up with my mom and her militant ways and, you know, but I under, I, I, I feel like I've already been through those things. So I understand, you know, where she was coming from and w how she became who she was just in, in her life and with me, you know? And then, you know, it's a generational thing, right? So, like, it's like, I, I've, I've already done that work. <laughs> but I recognize that I never really had the time to actually figure out what it is that I wanted or not, not wonder who I was. And so then I went back to the city to be with my granny and all the children in there. And then it was right back to like, oh, you think you better than everybody. You think you this, you think you that. And so immediately, like, I was just like, nope. They were just like, nope, we don't care. If I ever said anything, I was, been, uh, you know, they made fun of me or they just put me down. And, like, being in that kind of environment for a really long time, it, it's like it, I, I can understand why I don't like jokes. <laughs> Like, I like to joke and stuff like that. I like to laugh, but I just don't like being a pun of people's jokes because I felt like for a really long time, like, I had to endure that. And it's just like, I never was really ever, I was never quick with it, you know? Like, I, I, I couldn't come up with any kind of jokes or anything. I just, you know, I just took it, right? And so then I left, and then 
me and my mom, we moved uh, a few blocks down and then we had our own place. But then it was like, you can't you can't figure out what you want to do right now because you got to take care of your brother. <laughs> you got to take care of your brother. And then it was also too the relationship with with between me and my mom was definitely difficult around that time as well. And so I just never, I feel, I feel like I've never really had the time to actually really just un, like just figure myself out. And I feel like I got a glimpse of that because throughout high school, I feel like I was okay, but I was also too trying to fit in. I was also too trying to get good grades. I was also too trying to please my teachers. I was also too, you know, thinking like, you know, like this is what I wanted to do. Like I started in high school thinking I was going to do fashion and then I left out thinking I was going to do, to do acting. Right. And it was more so from the standpoint of, oh, wow, like, I didn't know you can sing. Oh, wow, I didn't know you can act. This is what you should do. This is for you. So I was, I had other people telling me these things. And I was like, yeah, like, I, I, I like it. It makes me feel happy. Like, I like seeing my mom come to my shows. I like seeing people, you know, see me and acknowledge me and, and, and say hi to me and recognize me and all that stuff like that. Like, I really enjoyed that. So I wanted to hold on to that. But I feel like I really got a glimpse of who I was when I went to university, although that was short-lived. And then it was like, what, and then it was no longer, it's no longer about you. You're pregnant now. It's not about you. My mom used to say all the time, it ain't about you. It's about the baby now. And so it was like always that feeling that I felt. And so because I never felt like I had the floor to really explore and to, to, to say like, okay, this is who I am. I, I felt I found solace in being able to escape from everybody and food, right? And, and, and just looking at other people's lives and just imagining, you know, like, this is what I was, this is what I want to do. And so that's why every single idea I have, I, you know, that I get from, I, I see, I get inspired by other people. And it's like, oh, I can do that. So let me do this. And it's just like, but do, is that really, like, is that really you? Is that something you really want to do? Not necessarily, but then I'll convince myself that this is something that I really want to do. And then I wonder why things don't necessarily really work out. Because at its core, I don't really truly know myself. I don't know myself enough to know exactly what it is that I want. I just found out that I like to talk a lot. And I didn't realize that until a friend of mine said that I, that I, that I talk a lot. <laughs> it was just like, I do. And me doing the podcast, like even like, cause this was recently, but like when I first started, I was just like babbling on and stuff like that. I didn't even realize I was talking a lot until I was like, oh wow, that's a, that's an hour, you know, like I, but I never really real recognized like, oh wow, girl can talk. <laughs> Right. But, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, the, the, the pieces that I'm able to uncover so far is that one, I like to talk. I actually do like to talk. And I also too like to talk about things that I learn. And I also like to talk about things that are profound in a sense of just like, just, just, um, for the, for the sake of evolvement right? For the sake of, of, of uncovering things. 
transforming oneself. I love talking about like whether or not the earth is round or flat. I like talking about and, and doing research when it comes down to like, you know, like just uh, conspiratorial stuff or like just like spiritual stuff. I really enjoy reading about these things and just seeing how it applies or if it applies or how it makes sense and putting pieces together and discussing it. And it's just like, it's really interesting. It really is interesting. But sometimes I also have to understand that my ego gets in a way and then it's like, well, maybe you should, maybe you should become a, a philosopher. It's just like, no, maybe you should go to university to study psychology. I don't necessarily need to do all that. <laughs> Who am I doing this for? Because I know that I want to do my podcast. So if I go to university to study psychology and stuff like that, then what am, like, what am I doing this for? And so there goes that also too, like that need to go to university, go back to university, go back to school, um, you know, just so you can say that you, you, that you did that or you have that for what to impress other people. And then that brings me right back to that need to impress other people. I've spoken about this previous, previous episodes, how I have this, I used to have this need to impress people. And it's just like, I don't like when do I need to continue to do this? Right. I'm getting up in age now. Do I need to continue to keep doing this? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. OK, so when we talk about the foundation here, we have the Ten of Cups, Knight of Cups, Seven of Pentacles and the Devil. OK. And so I feel like when it comes down to the whole situation here, Ten of Cups talks about this ability to live one's truth, live one's life like happily ever after, right? Living the life that a person truly wants to live, right? It's like, yeah, it's like that kind of thing, right? It's like, yeah, like, yes, that's it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Knight of Cups, right? Being on that journey, being active in that. Right. But then we got the seven of pentacles, this energy here where it, it what stops the momentum from going is being in that headspace. Right. Then with that devil here. OK, you can kind of link that to uh, ego uh, energy as well, where for me personally, it's that negative voice in my head that always wants to equate happiness with physical, tangible things. Oh, so you want to start this? Well, you don't have, you, you look like you didn't, you didn't, you weren't successful in that, right? It's like, hang on, I just started, <laughs> right? It's, and it's so interesting how things play out when, when with like for me, like coaching my kid and all that stuff like that, me having to recognize, like, hang on a second, like, relax, relax. Because I'm, I'm not, I could do this to myself all day, every day, but I'm not going to do this to my kid. Like, yes, I, I, I will be there to support and to help and to coach. But what I'm not going to do is become the person to, 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 to make, uh, make my kid feel bad 
it's not going to happen. And that's something that I really struggled with this weekend. And it was just like, why is this happening? Because this is how I talk to myself in my head. This is why I'm so freaking miserable because my ego has a way of, of, of pinpointing or making me or try to make me realize like, Hey, like you're not, you're, you don't have this amount of, 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 of friends. You don't have this house. You don't have this kind of husband. You don't have this kind of body. You don't have this kind of influence. What are you doing? If you don't, if you're not there, where are you at? If you're not there, you're nowhere. And it's just like, chill out. Like, why are you, why, like, says who, but who cares? Who cares? What do you mean? Like, me and my partner got kicked out. I was like a week, like a week into, out of, after a week of having my kids, still freaking cleaning, dishing and cleaning my insides because I was still freaking... My, my, my insides was still leaking. I was wearing those, those long freaking like hospital pads and we got kicked out and we, we had to find our own place and we've been living in our own place ever since. I literally got into a physical altercation with my own mother, with my baby on the side of the bed. Cause I had to put my baby down and I had to sit there and I had to tell my mom, like, mom, you can't. You can't keep hitting me like this anymore. I am a mom now. You can't keep treating me like this anymore. I didn't put my hands on her, but I had to I had to bring her down to the floor and I had to tell her like, "Ma, like this stops now. This stops now." For a good first few years of my of my motherhood, I I learned how to do this by myself with no contact with nobody. I was at home by myself and we were living in a place where I I didn't feel safe, so I had to sleep with a knife underneath my bed. But that was just me like just, you know, like I was over, like that I was just I was scared. This is my first time ever. I slept with my mom Growing up, I slept with my granny <laughs> until I was like, until we moved, right? But then I stayed, no, 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 until my mom came. And then my mom, like, we stayed in, we stayed in a room together in the basement, in a, in one room, me, my mother, my brother. And then when we moved, I stayed in the room with my mom and my brother, even though I had my own room. I just never was able to sleep by myself. The only time I learned how to sleep by myself was in university. But then, you know, I had some sleepovers, you know, with my friends, you know. And so I, I never really experienced actually being by myself. And so being by myself for the first time, I was scared. I was so scared. And then I had my baby. I was so scared because my partner, he was working overnight at the time. Like thinking about those first nights. And thinking about where we are now, you know, I, I still, I freak out about being, you know, sleeping by myself still, but still it's like we have our own house. Like, come on, like give yourself some credit. Like we've made progress. We've come a long way. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like ego, like what's up? <laughs> like what you mean? 
what do you, what, what are we talking about right now? Like, what do you mean? What, I, we don't need to be doing this no more. We don't, we don't. Like we would like growing up, all I ever wanted was to be in love and to have someone love me and to treat me with respect and to never, to, to not, to not die one and to not abandon me. Right. Or, 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 or leave me, you know, whatever. But I have someone here committed all the way, although he did, you know, say he wanted to separate, but I feel like he was scared because he didn't know what tarot was. <laughs> but I feel like he learned his lesson, so it's okay. But still in all, like, we're together, and he loves me, right? Like, I, I, can, I can't even, the, the fact that only, like, the only people who stay in a marriage is the men in my family. And so, you know, me actually, like, being married to my partner is just something that's different. <laughs> it's different. And, and I'm not saying, like, throughout my whole, like, family tree, I'm, like, you know, I have, I do have aunts who are married to their husbands and stuff, but then when we dig, when we uncover what's going on in there, I just, like, I will just say this. Like, there's nothing wrong with what I have, I should be appreciative. I should be content. I should, you know, it. I should be. I should be proud of myself. God dang it! Okay, so what? I didn't become a Broadway star, but that's not something that I said I was going to do when I was younger. You know, I said I never really. I never thought I was going to do that until I got to high school, and then my my, you know, like. I, I, I was in awe of, of, of a guy who so happened to be a theater teacher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, but that got me through my high school years because I was able to, 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 to be safe in that space. But it's like, all right, so I didn't become a Broadway star. Big freaking deal. To, like, if I want, if someone was to say, oh, you want to do a show today? Like, I be having dreams of me being on stage, and I, I don't know my words. I choke up. It's not the same anymore. It's not the same. So what? I didn't freaking make it big on YouTube as a mom channel or a family vlog. I don't like people in my business now. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, ego, let's get honest here. Let's get real. Like, stop bringing up old stuff because I don't think you know what you're talking about. I just think that you're, you, 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 you see what's going on out there in the world and you feel like we need to compete. Who we need to compete with? That's not what it's about. We just, we're, trying to, we're trying to join the rat race for what? What, what, is, what is there to win? You see what they do in the freaking Will, Will Smith and Jada picking? Like, it's like at the end of the day, whether people feel like or, or what, whichever side they're on, at the end of the day, it's none of our business is none of our business. And like people like want popularity, people want all that just so that they can be on the chopping block. I remember what was sealed the deal for me when I said I didn't want to do family vlogging anymore. It's not just because of the uh, the creepy pedals out there, but it was also like people making like websites about 
family vloggers and just really just like digging in their past, like talking about their kids and all that stuff. And it's just like, like, it's so, it's like, I, I'm so glad I didn't do that. But I have these, these, these ideas that come to my head and it's just like, oh, I need to go, I need to get there. Right, Knight of Wands, I need to I need to get there. So give me the camera. Give me the laptop. Like let's film. Everyone, like come on. Let's do let's do let's do uh, the 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 bean challenge. Let's do never have like this and it's just like that that level of excitement is like it's it's it all it comes and it goes. It's it's it does it's not it's not what you truly want. I got a sewing machine. I thought I was going to uh, start doing, like, clothes. I got all this yarn that's just sitting in the bucket. Just there. Just there. I don't even like, I mean, I like it sometimes. But I don't, it's, it's not like a thing where it's like, I love doing it all the time. Oh, my gosh, I just love making hats. No, I don't. <laughs> and that's the issue. That's the thing. I don't know myself, right? So if I don't know who I am, you know, I feel like society is going to, society shows me what I can be. And then my ego latches onto it and says, well, maybe you, you, we can do this. We can do that. We can do this and we can do that. And it's the same thing was like with relationships. We want him. We love him. We love that person. We love that person. Or we don't like that person. We're not satisfied with that person. There's someone else out there. It's like what what is what is what is even? Jeez. In the past we have here the five of wands, the nine of swords, the four of wands. And so for me, it really just kind of feels like with this five of wands, a lot of of overstepping in a sense, right? Nine of Wands shows me that it's within the mind space and it's just me, myself, and I doing this to myself. So it really, what I kind of get here, it really feels like my ego versus who I truly, the true representation of myself that is just constantly like clashing, right? Because it's like my ego really feels as if it's there, it's, it's place to decide or be the, the final say so in regards to how the show is run. Okay, and it's this energy here with this four of wands here where it's like, I'm the head of the household. I'm the captain of the ship, right? Heart space in the upside down. We have here the ace of pentacles and the six of cups. This, and it causes this inability to be able to really, truly manifest my true path, my true calling, my soul path, my soul purpose, right? Heart space in the up, right? We have here judgment, 10 of pentacles. So it's this energy here where it's, it's more so along the lines of closing out a chapter, right? And being able to restructure, right? The, the life that it's, that's, that's already built, but it's, it's from the way of perspective or perception, Right. There's no need to, to to tear the house down. There's no need to. No, it's it's like I'm already here. 
it's it's this need to see how things are that 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 will change right how i feel about my life and then i will feel content right and then i will feel good enough to be able to say okay that that is done so now i can go within and really just have time to actually do what what i want to do and i can be at peace with it right it's the energy that i'm getting here right but i feel like it's a, it's hand in hand right where it's like it, it's it's there's no separation right um really what i'm trying i guess what i'm trying to say is i just need to see you know that everything that i i'm i'm safe i'm okay i'm all right and then with that real the re realization or revel revelation that realization right once that comes through right i'm able to then work on you know how like just on myself inwardly and then it's like it's like then it's able to like have like a flow of some sort because the way that i'm seeing it, it's kind of like a it's like a, a circle kind of thing an energy circle where it's like outward inward inward outward outward inward it's like that kind of thing right i don't know how else to explain it but that's how i'm seeing it but i i feel like i get it like i feel like i get it right so in the future, dun, 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 we have the King of Pentacles, the ultimate, 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 ultimate Know Thyself card. We have here the Queen of Pentacles, King of Wands. Wow, the Hierophants. Ooh, wee. Wheel of Fortune. Nice, I like that. So I know it kind of looks like it's a lot of people up in the mix. King of Pentacles here, Taurus energy, Queen of Pentacles, Virgo energy, King of Wands. Aries energy, Hierophant, Taurus energy. So I feel like it's this energy here of just really knowing myself. Once I know myself, I'm able to better take care of myself. And then I'm able to be more productive, right? Where it really aligns with my true self, right? Um, and then with this Hierophant here, it really feels like a person who is on that path of like reaching one's full potential and being in the line of business that I really truly want to be in because I really, like I said before, I really love to talk and I really love to help people. Like I can sit on the phone, you know, for hours and just really just help people. And I really truly love doing that. But the thing is, I don't think that it's in my best interest to help other people without helping myself along the way. Um, because what happens is I, I'm the one, I'm pretty much the one at the bottom lifting everyone else up instead of being the one at the top helping every, helping people up. And it's really interesting because when I was younger, I remember my mom said that she had a dream where I was I was the one at the bottom and I was holding people up and I thought that that was I was you know like her her def her defining that was something completely different at the time 
it was just more so personal but I, I see I see what she means now. And it's interesting it came through during this reading right now as we speak. And so it's this energy here where this is my homework, you know, where I have to learn to I'm in and, and, and it's a working progress because I'm always, 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 I'm always ever since I started this podcast, it's really inspired me to really just get more in tune with who I am and holding myself accountable, but also to being aware of like the decisions, where does it come from? Why am I this way? And really just in, in, in the moments that it comes really just observe and just learn and to, 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 to heal, right? To heal. Because I recognize that I no longer want to continue to be this way. Because I understand that just for my own sanity, right? But also too for my family's sanity, because I recognize that if I'm not the best, right, then everybody else, you know, they they follow suit. And so that has really been motivating me. But, you know, just pulling cards and just realizing like, you know, like I've got I've got we've all got work to do, but you know, this is about me here, so <laughs> I've got work to do, you know. And it's, it's a working progress. All right. So yeah, we got the two of cups here. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, King of cups. I mean, of course, this can definitely work wonders for my marriage as well. And for my children. Yes. And for my, for my, yeah, listen, listen, <laughs> you guys, listen, it's, 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 it's about the relationships that I have, right? We have King of cups, the 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 lover the ultimate lover in the house right king of cups that's my that's my partner there page of cups though that's my children guys that's my kids high the high priestess my spiritual journey but also too my intuitive journey right and then we got the twins here we close this off with the twins right these are the these are the bonds these are the connections that matter right these are the connections that matter and the these are the connections that, you know, will help me, right? My intuition, utilizing, strengthening my ability to use my intuitive side really can help me to say, you're, you're not hungry, ma'am. You're not hungry. You're fine. You are safe. You're not in danger. You're fine. You're free. You're not trapped. You're fine. But we, we got... We're going to work on this ego because it's not about shunning the ego, right? The ego exists, the, you know, the, we're, we're here, right? Two of Pentacles, it's not about uh, discarding one. It's about creating that harmony, that balance, that harmony between oneself. And so it's this energy once, 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 uh, you know, the ego feels comfortable enough, the ego will shut up. The ego will 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 relax, right? It will relax. So, um, yeah, I'm going to. I kind of wanted to see something in regards to the ego, since we brung him up, since we brung him up, because I do feel like you know, my, it's it's taking a hit with this reading. <laughs> it's taking a hit, but really with the six of pentacles here, it's just trying to help. And I understand, I understand because like I said, I set those standards out. I laid it out there 
and it's just doing its job. It's kind of like with the assistants, right? Where you have the person and you have the assistants that's like really like, you know, like speaking for the person and like saying like, oh, like they can't, you can't do that. They can't do that. They have to do this and they, they're scheduled to do this, 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 this. And then you got to tell your, you got to tell your assistant, like, listen, like relax, like I, I, I'm, I'm doing this. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, oh, like, um, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Pretty woman. Right. With the short guy, he was kind of like the short guy who worked for the guy with the gray, white ish hair. I forget his name and how he was. But it's like we forget because we're so we're so stuck on like him romanticizing, you know, um, I forgot her name. But um, and we fall in love with the guy that we forgot that before he was an a-hole. Let's not forget. All right. You just caught you got y'all just call him at a good time, but he was an a-hole before the movie started. Okay. <laughs> and, and he, that mentality of like doing business and conducting business that way allowed his assistant to get comfortable acting like that and, 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 and doing all this stuff. But we don't want to see that, right? We don't want to recognize that, but that's, 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 that's where we need to go. We need to recognize, take accountability, make a truce, say, I'm sorry. You know, I, I totally get it. You was just trying to help out. You was just trying to, you know, you wanted the, you, you wanted the best, but this is not it anymore. And so we're going to have to come with a new plan of action here with this judgment and this 10 of, uh, 10 of pentacles where it's like, listen, we, we can all win, but we, let's just, let's just change out the way that we, we think winning is and what that means. I grew up thinking that success was popular popularity. Cause I, like I said, I wanted to be like the Lizzie McGuire's. I wanted to be like the Raven Simone's. That's all that I saw. And so I said, I wanted to be just like them. Paparazzi, everything. Awards, everything. Tr let me tell you, I used to, before I, I would, before I would go to school, after I would go to school, I would spend hours in the bathroom having my own, ex like creating my own acceptance speech. What do you think that does to my ego? And then when it realizes like, hey, like this is not what we, this is not what we ordered. What do you think that it's going to do? What do you, what do you think? It's going to say like, Hey, like we're not, this is not what we, this is not what we ordered. They're going to complain the whole night until so you tell them like, all right, it's not what we ordered, but just try the food. Just try it. You might like it. Right? So we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice from spirit. All right, so let's see what's going on here. What's the advice? What's the advice from Spirit? So we got two here. Let's do the Kindred Spirit because that came out in reverse. Then we also have here Play. So Kindred Spirit 31. So let's see here. It's in the reverse. This should be interesting. If you have drawn this card in reverse, you are hoping that the answer to your happiness and the way you are going to feel the emptiness inside you is someone else. Because you are more focused on the lack within you, 
You are not currently a match to this person or these people right now. You are a match to people who, ex what? A exacerbate? Okay, so you are a match to people who exacerbate the emptiness and loneliness you feel. You need to learn how to be with your feelings instead of trying to escape from them or change them because by escaping from them or trying to change them, you make them wrong. You reject yourself. You, ne you are never going to be a match to a good feeling partner who approves of you if you keep rejecting yourself. You deserve your love and attention. You deserve your unconditional presence. Yes, exactly. Now, I don't, I don't feel like when it comes down to partners and stuff like that, because I've been in a relationship with this person for forever. Um, I will just say like my, um, my partners will be the partners that I, the ideas in regards to the business ventures that I embark on and why I always seem to start something, but then it just be as empty as the feelings I have inside or whatever that was said. Right. So it's just like, yes, like it's like because I don't see my I don't I don't see myself as like um, like I don't see anything further beyond just that startup. Right. And so I'll, 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 I'll keep attracting these kinds of things or these kinds of like scenarios here. Right. And so, um, yes, and as far as the crystal slash gemstones, we have here red jasper. So justice, strength, stability. So red jasper works closely with the base chakra and heals any wounds of surrounding injustice, grounding you back to the earth. Red jasper alleviates chronic worry, clearing mental blockages to make space for balanced emotions and thoughts. Working with the base chakra, red jasper can also help heal issues related to sex, inviting you to explore your sexuality in healthy ways. Providing stability and protection, red jasper balances yin and yang, expressing masculine and feminine energies that feel safe yet nourished. So Aries, Scorpio, and Mars. We also have here bumblebee jasper, so pollination, willpower, new ideas. It says here, sting like a bee. Bumblebee jasper enhances creativity and helps to pollinate ideas, bringing them to life. This stone gives off a fighting spirit, having been formed in a volcano and containing a strong energy, a strong earthy energy that connects with the willpower of the solar plexus. Bumblebee jasper also assists in alleviating allergies, soothing irritations, and nourishing one's overall health. Bumblebee Jasper encourages you to create a buzz, so let yourself be seen and heard for who you are and whatever new projects you're working on. Take pleasure in your gifts, so Leo and Sun. And now when we talk about the solar plexus chakra here, the solar plexus is about energy, vitality, willpower, desire, and personal authority. When it's excessive, it's dominating and controlling. It's aggressive, it's scattered. When it's sufficient, it's poor self-esteem. It's passive. When it's balanced, it's about vitality, strength of will, purpose, and self-esteem. And I feel like that's something that I low-key kind of struggle with, you know? So, yeah. Let's see here. Let's close this out with a self-care card from for your girl. All right, so let's see what we got here. So we got look to the stars. We also have here journal. 
Then we also have here build strength. All right, so I, I do actually, I've been saying for a long time I need to write journals. And I, I, I mean, I need to start journaling. And I, I do, and then I stop. But um, I'm definitely going to start doing this because I really would like to um, be able to, like, write things down just so that I can be more, like, aware in regards to, like, my progress and, you know, because I just, I tend to forget. <laughs> All right, so that's all that i have uh for you guys i hope i was able to help you in any way shape or form with this personal reading 